0: To Roll Out The Barrel, the show hosted by two UK fans of the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm Sean, and up until recently, you could have found me at Josh Hader's hair on Twitter. But uh, we all know what happened there. So I'm now Brummy Brewer. You can find me at Brum Brewer. And with me, as ever, is my brewing buddy, Mark. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm very well, mate. I'm very well. Quite a long time, hasn't it? since we uh, Since we last had a chat.
0: <laughs> mate, it's been... It's been forever. I mean, I think we been did like
1: we did one part at the I start.
0: Think. Yeah, we did one part of the start of the season, and then um, yeah, I know we've both had um, sort of hectic yeah. lives. <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to say
1: life has got in the way, hasn't it? And uh, yeah, yeah no, and that's the uh, that's the shame. That is the shame because uh, I have a feeling the uh, the beginning of the season was a far, was far more uh, exciting to talk about than, than it currently is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know well, it certainly or, or was. the point, that? happier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how things can change in such a... Well, I mean, you know, we'll we'll go into a little bit of detail in a yeah. bit, but we're not doom-mongers, are we? I mean, we're not having try a not. bad season. So, I mean, not. we've just come off the back of a 2-1 loss um, at, uh, in Chicago at Wrigley, which wasn't pretty. Really, we could have won 3-0. It was just, you know, some, uh, yeah, some silly errors there that cost us. But we won last night, which was good. Uh, good to see Keston hitting the ball again. Um, but you know what? We're still we're still over 500 this season. I know that we're struggling a little bit. I say so we'll go into a little bit of detail in a minute. But you know what? Yes, the start of the season was better. We've been top of the division for what pretty much all of the uh, all of the season up until about what two weeks ago, something like yeah. that. Yeah, we we've struggled a little bit, but St Louis have just been on a bit of a mad rampage. That they, they they can't stop scoring runs at the moment
1: thankfully they're having that that good run early this year aren't they because last year it was right at the end of the season it made it a bit squeaky didn't it towards the end of the season but um but yeah no they've, they've gone on a, a very good run recently and and it's coincided with us being on a bit of a bad run so uh, yeah unfortunately lost the uh the top spot in the NL Central at the moment and five games behind so it's going to take a bit of catching up but um yeah, I th- you know, the good thing is with the expanded playoffs, we've still got a good chance of making postseason. So we've we've got to stay positive. You no, know, we're only a game and a half behind the Phillies, and we all know what the Phillies can do. You know, they can either obliterate teams or they can screw it up royally. So there's always a chance, isn't there? You know, we just got to get our routine back, and and uh, yeah, and, and the yeah, all is not lost. So uh, you know, let's keep the positivity trained, shall we?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, as things stand. We're five games behind St. Louis, um, but as you say, a game and a half behind um, the Phillies and, and the Padres. And I think we've got four games in hand over the Padres as well. So if we can uh, do well in those four, then we're going to close that gap. Right. Uh, That's right, because
1: um, we've got Agent Hader over at the Padres. So, you know, he's bound to give us the four games, isn't he? Oh,
0: uh, mate, Agent <laughs> Hader. Should we talk about it then? Should, should yeah, we talk about it? Then I, listen, I think like, it, it has to be first. You don't want to see a grown man cry, do you?
1: no well <laughs> i think i think you you must have got over that by now surely or not <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely i mean to be honest it was it was always going to happen wasn't it i mean it, yeah. it was probably the most speculated or he was probably the most speculated about uh player in terms of trades um for well at least two years now um yeah. everyone's been it's quite funny because quite often people are trading 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 and then we trade him people like we're expecting
1: that <laughs> What have you like, done that yeah you've been saying
0: it for two years and you've never yeah, been yeah. traded, so there you go but um it, it was very sudden wasn't it and i yes. think that's what surprised um most of the brewers yeah, uh, yeah. I, the brewers family
1: i think the biggest the biggest thing was it was just such a surprise because there wasn't a hint of it at all was there and then all of a sudden it just came out of the blue and that was that um yeah. and um and i think the biggest shock is is i think if everybody thought that if we got rid of hader it would be in the off season It wouldn't be yes. during the season and particularly this season where we were top of the division at the time and you know he was other than the, the the blip he was having at the time we traded him he was on fire this year do you know what i mean and we looked like we could yeah, you know, if we could get things going right we could be a good contender for the for the post season so i think that's that's just where the surprise came from everybody it's just you know we we weren't expecting to keep him forever but it kind of almost felt a bit like hang on a minute you're throwing away our world cha- world series chance now by by trading away one of the uh, the crown jewels so um yeah it was a bit of a shock um you know we did get four players in return and um, one of them was a bit of a head scratcher because he soon got DFA'd straight away as well um, <laughs> and Dinelson yeah. Lemay you know? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Well, how is, is it French yeah there we go There's I been, don't know been typically English Dinelson Lemay you know. well, To be
0: honest Mark he didn't stay long enough for us to worry about how to pronounce his name did Well I?
1: exactly yeah so that that kind of makes you think why why would you bother with that um,
0: yeah but, I mean we did get a decent we, we got a decent lefty didn't we in Taylor Rogers um,
1: yeah, yeah, and again
0: well, He closed out the game nicely last night
1: for us Yeah I mean, and he's had the same amount Of saves as, as Haider up until yeah. from, from what I saw up until last night I, don't, I didn't see how uh, Hayder got on At the Padres last night or What's going on today so um, I'm guessing that they're oh, both on I'd, 29 Saves for the, the season at the moment
0: Yeah I mean the, the Padres have stood Haider Down haven't they for a while so he yeah. wouldn't have played. He wouldn't have played last night. Um, they're giving him a bit of a break. Uh, and, and isn't it isn't it weird how I mean you spoke just then, Mark, about you know how Hayden was at the start. He broke it was breaking records at the start of the season. Um, and now this has happened. Okay, he's had a, a lifestyle change. now a father. Maybe that's had, I don't I, I can't think why well, that's had some uh, a negative effect. But um, he's now been traded away. Gone to gone to the Padres, and he just he just can't pitch at the moment. I mean that that. Uh, the last outing he had was, I mean, my, my toes are curling for him. As you know, I've always been a big fan of Josh Hayner. He's one of the reasons I really got into baseball. I just um, loved watching him pitch, hence my Twitter handle. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, to see him go from what he was at the start of the year to where he is at the moment, it's, I just find it absolutely mind-boggling because he's a great pitcher still, but he just seems to have lost his mojo and I don't, I don't really know what it is. Plus the fact those those San Diego fans are not, are not very forgiving, are they? I mean, they're already on his no. back. Um, he's come with a big price tag. He's come with a you know, uh, you know, he, they, they're expecting him to just land and to do. That's,
1: I think that's that's the big problem with that trade, isn't it? Josh Hader is Josh Hader, you know, the in effect the, the best reliever in baseball currently, um. and he's moved from a small mm. market team to a team that is spending big now at a time where they want to go for a World Series. And he's walked into an expectation where he's he's expected to be, you know, the Josh Hader we all know. And, you know, as we know, he was faltering a little bit just before we traded him. So, you know, there's going to be a bit, bit of a bedding-in process, I guess. Um, you know, I'm sure he will come through it. Uh, you know, he has a, a patch every year where he, uh, he has a couple of games where he gets hit about a bit and he has to reset himself. And I'm sure he's working on that. Um, but yeah, it is a bit, it almost seems a bit unfair, but you know, unfortunately he's built himself up to be Josh Hader and he has a reputation and that's what they want. And he, he hasn't turned up and materialized that yet, has he? So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of an unfortunate start, but I bet you in a couple of years time, San Diego Padres fans will be screaming Josh Hader's name as a, as a fan favorite rather than uh, what they're currently saying about him.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's um, he's just uh, had a bit of a blip. I don't know. It's a bit of a strange one. Um,
1: yeah, that's right. to be to be
0: stood down um so quickly. Mm, it's it's pretty embarrassing for the guy, really. But yeah, maybe it just needs to get his head together. Maybe there's one or two things beyond the scenes that we don't know about. But it is uh, it is a little bit strange. But you know what? As uh, as I've said, you know, on Twitter a few times. Yes, I was gutted, of course. But you know, one person. You know, the, the team is bigger than any player. Yeah. Uh, what one person doesn't make the team and you know we'll get over it and we'll we'll carry on
1: we've got the natural predecessor anyway in in devon williams and um, yes, we've already yeah. had him in the team so he's just stepping up into that role now and yeah. we've brought over um taylor taylor rogers you know who yeah. statistically has as good a numbers as uh, as josh hader so yes we in theory we haven't lost out because we we gained an extra three players although we then dfa'd one so in theory we haven't lost out but you know it's it's still it's i think the biggest problem is is it's done something to the clubhouse um and it's unsettled that balance and um and i saw something um from uh from eric Lauer, who um has has kind of quite publicly said that you know he 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 feels or or whether it's the clubhouse feel that uh, the management at the Brewers have said, actually, this this basically tells us you're not going for the World Series now. You're thinking about it in the future, which, you know, as a current player on a contract, doesn't make me happy. (laughs) So, you know, um, and you can kind of get where where he's coming from there. You know, he's only got a limited opportunity to to get a World Series ring. Um, You know, he was in a very good... Pitching squads um, and not quite so effective batting squads, but if the bats come a, come around at the right time, then obviously with that pitching staff, there's no reason why you can't go for a World Series and why they, why we wouldn't have been able to do it this year. And so I guess maybe morally they they've kind of all taken a bit of a kicking and uh, and maybe that's what's shown since the All Star break and uh, you know since we came back and and the Hader trade happened because we've been on a bad slump of run of a run, haven't we? So um, yeah, it is a bit bizarre. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, um, Stearns has this quite annoying expression. I know it annoys people, but this thing about you know several bites of the apple and stuff, and it talks yeah. about the you know, small market teams and, and all that kind of stuff, and things which which we know. I mean, we're not we're not up there with the Dodgers and the Yankees. We, we you know we're, we're fully aware of that, but. Um, it felt like a weak trade at the time. Um, I think we were all poised waiting for that big bat to turn up. Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone was getting excited about Juan Soto. I don't believe anyone actually thought he was ever going to come to the Brewers, of course. But, you know, everyone was getting excited about players like him. There was a few players out there which really would have been a nice fit in Milwaukee. And, um, for us to sort of go from expecting a bat and not getting one and then losing our, you know, our all-star um, closer... It was massive but we, when you look at the trade as you say we got four players so Taylor Rogers is a good he, he's decent okay I mean his ERA was just below three when he joined us, but he's as you say he's on 29 saves now so there's pedigree there and and you know we've already seen him in action he's quite good you know Denelson Lamet or Lamay. yeah I don't know what happened there weird one but you know what draw a line under that there was an Estuary Ruiz but the other the, the other guy who quite caught my eye he's more of a prospect really I suppose but um well, he's, he's at double A at the moment. He's Gasser, Robert Gasser. So he's <laughs> he's joined us and gone straight down to double A Biloxi. And just, you know, I was, I was watching him on MILB TV a little bit earlier. And um, he's played three games for us. He's pitched 14 innings. Gone for 17 Ks and three earned runs. He's line against him. He's... 143, 263, 163. So again, you know, uh, he's doing okay. So if he comes through as well, and we end up getting a decent arm there, then you could say with between him and Rogers that you know maybe maybe it wasn't such a bad deal. Um, yeah. Stearns is no idiot. We know that it felt light at the time, but time will tell, I suppose. And I suppose certainly with the way that Josh Hader's uh, pitching at the moment, I don't think too many Brewers fans at the moment feel too bad about about the trade, even though. I totally agree with what you say that Hayden will get through this and still become the all-star closer that that, that that he can be but yeah at the moment you know we, it looks like we've got a couple of good arms there um I don't mm. know about Ruiz I don't know much about him but um yeah like I say maybe maybe it wasn't such a bad trade after
1: all uh, well we traded one left-handed pitcher for two left-handed pitchers, didn't we so yeah you know and and we do have a, a tendency to try and pick up as many left-handers as possible um, and maybe we are a little bit short in our rotation at the moment with uh, with the lefties but yeah it's when you get four players back and for one then in theory you're in profit aren't you but yeah it's just I think there's there's other adverse adverse things that have affected the trade and I think the main thing is it's really hit the clubhouse because I think him and Corbin Burns were really good friends um, and you know and I think that's that's kind of what the team have to get through now I mean obviously some wins would help with that <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and thankfully we did get the one last night and and we were yeah I mean obviously like you say we could have we could have gone 3-0 and against uh, the Cubs we could have gone 0-3 against the Cubs as well quite as easily so yeah. you know it's um, <laughs> It's a, it's a bit of a funny time at the moment. We just have to weather this storm. Um, and I was actually listening to um, Reviewing the Brew. Um, so, our friends yeah. Matt and um, Dave Gaspar at uh, Reviewing the Brew. And they were talking about the Hayder trade and, um, a couple of weeks ago and then about it. And there, there's obviously something that's been happening in the background because Josh Hayder used to be a multi inning guy. We originally signed him as a, as a rotation pitcher um so he's developed into a closer and an elite closer um and obviously his salary demand has gone up each year and he's in arbitration at the moment so yeah we i don't know what he 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 wanted to get as much as he could didn't he last year was it 2020 or 2021 yeah he's probably 11 million this year yeah sure. yeah he 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 I think he was after 4.8 million ended up with about 2.7 million yeah. this year. I think we agreed on 6 million for, for the arbitration when he, I think he was going for about 6.8 and, um, and we, we agreed 6 million before I actually went to, to the case, mm. but he has ever since he's been in arbitration has only ever been in safe situations. Oh. So he's been obviously targeting a stat in which he can then progress with his case for arbitration for as much money as possible on that, that yeah. stat, and that's i think where the problem's now lying because he only won he was only being used as a, as a closer as you know to, to increase the save the higher that number gets the more money he can demand and the less likely we were to, to be able to keep him. So it was always going to happen. He was always going to be moving on. Um, and um, and I guess now we'll see if uh, time tells whether Devon Williams just becomes our closer or whether it now does become a multi-person role and we don't have an individual that, that closes out each game. And uh, yeah, it's, just a, it's an interesting kind of backstory. And it's just a really good episode to listen to
0: and you know what? No, I understand exactly uh, the point that you and the lads have been making because um, I know Haid has been quite vocal about this in the past, about um, how he felt the stats are going against him. This year, he was on a one-year contract for $11 million. He's eligible again 2023, so it's going to go up. And he's a free agent in 2024. So in terms of timing... Probably another masterclass from Stearns, really. As, as frustrating as it was to lose him mid-season. $11 million and that's only going to go north again next year, as long as he keeps performing. Yeah, maybe just getting a bit too big for us. I, I don't I don't know. But, um, yeah, look, sorry to see him go. But, you know, what? if Rodgers comes through and if, if Robert Gasser carries on performing well, it's only very early for him. If he can come through to AAA and into the majors, then we'll look back at this and say... You know that was a decent trade for us and maybe yeah. financially maybe it was i know that people say that anastasio is tight um and i'm very nervous about this whole buying you know by Norwich, Norwich City, City Football yeah, Club. Norwich I mean, City.
1: I mean, why? <laughs> why? Just... I don't. I don't
0: know. Did somebody tell him they were a big club?
1: <laughs> well, I have no idea, but <laughs> there is now, we've, got, a... we've
0: got to be careful here because we've got a couple of uh there's a couple of brewers baseball fans who are uh, who are yeah, true. supporters. So true. And, we don't and want actually. To sit yeah. Since
1: since the news came about, I seem to have an awful lot more Norwich City followers <laughs> as well. So um, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and it may have may have had something to do with the fact that I got interviewed by BBC Look East as uh, as to what uh, Mark Atanasio was like as a as a uh, a man and uh, a, a sports team owner. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't hold back. Um, they obviously edited out all the bad points, but uh, I pretty much I'm swearing told- yeah. Yeah well thankfully I didn't swear because I I did I had to do it whilst I was at work so I had to in an open plan office do an interview and try not to let on that I was doing an interview (laughs) but um, yeah no I did tell them that um, some of our fans believe that he can be cheap but I think he he is also quite astute with his money and he's looking for a good return on his money Um, but I did also tell him that most Brewers fans are wishing he would keep his money in the Brewers and not spread his uh yeah get his fingers in in many more pies because uh, as far as we're concerned the world series is the most important thing to us rather than a, a football team in england even yeah exactly and
0: <laughs> unless you are um i was having a chat on twitter with some people the other day unless you're investing in one of the big clubs like a, a big brand a manchester united liverpool chelsea arsenal you know, these are worldwide brands, you know, supported and followed around the world with humongous merchandising uh, revenues as well. Unless you're investing in those football, there seems to be a drain on people's resources. And again, my my concern is that every time we he buys a player for Norwich or whatever he's going to do, i'm going to be thinking what we could have bought you know what we could have bought and bought to milwaukee for that well, good yeah, arm if, a decent back
1: if anybody goes to norwich for 15 million plus then that's josh hader's salary next year isn't it you know and it's like well i'm not going to
0: be i'm going to struggle to sort of separate the two now i don't know whether mark is buying them in conjunction with somebody else or whether he's going to be a hundred percent owner of the club i haven't looked into it massively because i'm yeah it's not something that well, it doesn't interest me in terms of i'm no. a bit gutted about it but i don't know whether he's 100 percent investing his money in there because i don't know i'll be absolutely gutted if it has a detrimental effect on his ability to invest in the brewers um, yeah
1: of course yeah you know so
0: that should be his number one priority um yeah. I,
1: don't I know. Mean, at the moment the news is that he's be there's a an is is it an extra general meeting or something so he's going to get voted on to the board but there's no talk about any money that he's putting into the club or anything like that i'm assuming he's acquiring a shareholding i'm not sure how much Mm -hmm. and until it happens and until they release that that news we're not going to know um but yeah it just it just seems a little bit frustrating doesn't it you know particularly at a time when when we're we're letting our price assets go because of money so yeah, it's, it's a yeah, it's a funny old story, isn't
0: it? <laughs> it is, and we'll keep a close eye on that. Um, as we, I mean, you know, for those guys in the states who don't know, Norwich City are a Championship club. They are not in the top flight of uh, of English football. They're not in the Premier League. They're in Division One, or so they're in the Championship. So they're not a, a high ticket item. They're not a, a big a big club. Is there potential there? Yes, probably. But um, yeah, he it certainly is not investing in um in one of the bigger clubs, and so yeah, I think, yeah, it's, I it's a have... bit of a strange one, really, but
1: they have got a good history though, haven't they? I remember in, uh, in the nineties, they were really good and they, uh, they were in the premier league and they managed to get to European football. Didn't they, they had a couple of good, uh, was it was at the champions league. They actually made it into, didn't they? And, uh, uh, yeah, at the time Mar- of uh, Sutton and that. that but. In, in
0: 1934, Birmingham City were in the FA Cup final as well. Do you know what no, I mean? really?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We've all got history, mate.
1: Yeah. T. S. Ain't that Brighton made the, the FA Cup final in 1983. And, and so, yeah.
0: No, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But, uh, yeah. And, and going back to the trades, Mark. Um, the, obviously, we, we traded for the defence. We traded for arms, didn't we? And uh, we also acquired Matt Bush, who's a writer from texas bit of a checkered past i know he spent some time in uh, i was gonna say her majesty's pleasure but it doesn't work in the states does <laughs> it so in um sort of texas penitentiary or wherever he was but again we we traded mark matthias and antoine kelly for him
1: yeah um, and actually both of those have been pretty high on the prospects list, haven't they i mean antoine absolutely. kelly antoine mm-hmm. Kelly's definitely been touted as, as being quite a bright future and uh yeah. and mark matthias has actually played in the in the first team and <laughs> i said it first so we're in football terms now aren't we he's yeah. actually he's actually played yeah he's yeah. played in the majors so you know um yeah so again we, we've let two good prospects go which seems a bit weird <laughs> because why why are we getting rid of prospects if we're if we're not tanking and <laughs> you know well yeah i don't know it's, it's just I don't, I don't understand it enough to be able to to give enough of an explanation but uh yeah I, i'm sad to see mark matthias go actually because uh, was it a couple of seasons ago he got quite a bad injury didn't he um was it in the spring training
0: yes he did At, yeah and and he, he ended up shot.
1: missing a year yeah he looked really good didn't he and then and picked up that injury and then hasn't yeah. really come back since so yeah good luck to him Um yeah, yeah good luck to him down there matt
0: bush he's, he's 30 just over 30 years of age so he's not old old but uh, he's got a few years left in him but um you know he's certainly not not super young either um yeah Korea war 2.8 you know what he's when he's pitched for us i think he's pitched well he's looked good um he was he was a former number one prospect before he had his, his issues and his troubles so you know there's certainly some quality there but i think the weird thing was that i mean our bullpen this year hasn't been as it has been in previous shows when it's been absolutely solid but it hasn't been it hasn't been too bad either um, the rotation has been doing what the rot- rotation does. We've had a few things, and we've put Aaron Ashby in this year, who's struggled a little bit from time to time, and you know, Howes has been injured, and we've had to move things around
1: a little bit. Yeah, Freddie's also. Um, had yeah, but, as well, but,
0: but, yeah, exactly. The, the, the weird thing for me was that didn't appear that. Defense was our issue, or well, certainly that you know rotation and ball pen were our issue. But that's what we've traded for, and um, you could argue actually we've decreased our um, slightly decreased our um, offensive ability with the likes of. I mean Matthias was you know he was playing at Triple A, wasn't he as well? I think, but mm. you know it he was is another bat that we've lost, and that we brought in another arm. So it it, it felt a little bit counter-intu- counterintuitive to me when I saw it. Don't get me wrong, Matt Bush and and Tyler Rogers are. Are two fine pitchers make no mistake about that and they certainly are going to shore up the back end um, of our pitching just felt and a lot of a lot of Brewers fans were frustrated that we didn't land that bat now whether we whether we never intended to land a bat i.e because we're confident in what we've actually got it's just that you know form form is very cyclic or whether we were trying you know really hard to land a bat but the deal just didn't go through i don't know normally you would hear something on the grapevine, or you know, on, on the internet, wouldn't you? About you know, almost landing a bat. There was I didn't read anything yeah. like that. So we. we I- didn't appear that we really made a serious attempt to get yeah, any, no, there, uh, was, there was any definitely of that.
1: no um tweets from beulah was there about were we scared or anything like that this time was there? So, no no not um, even, not yeah. even bob nightingale <laughs> no exactly so no. Um, yeah no it is a bit bizarre isn't it because i mean that's that's been the blatant weakness since probably 2020 now hasn't it we've been home run or bust pretty much and um i think that's something that's starting to frustrate people a little bit that we don't mm-hmm. seem to be able to push people around the bases. And again, we, we've done it a few times in this Cubs series where we've got people on base and we just haven't done anything to get them around. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit frustrating because cause there's something nice about watching small ball as well, isn't there? You know, it's, yeah. great, it's great to see um, home runs being hit. But... <laughs> there's something good about good base running and and you know heads up baseball and uh and particularly at the standard of baseball that i play where uh where pretty much if you get on base you're you're really attacking the the bases because you know that the fielders aren't competent enough most yeah. of the time you know to see it at the sta at the professional level um it, it's something to be seen i mean rowdy Teles stealing second you know I mean who doesn't want to see that more regularly
0: (laughs) 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 absolutely we want more exactly
1: so yeah so I think that's that's the big frustration for me at the moment I think it's just you know yeah okay I kind of get what we're doing and and yeah what we are what we do have I mean on paper yes what we do have should be scoring runs but it doesn't seem to be that way does it it's it's it is basically boom or bust. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't we can, know. As, as we said at the start of the pod, we're, this isn't—we're not being negative. I know people are frustrated, and people are already <laughs> saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to watch the football now. I'm giving up on the Brewers." And I think that's really harsh. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're, we're five twenty or before um, the last game against the Cubs yesterday. We were sitting on a five twenty nine, but our run differentials is plus thirty one. So it shows that we are—you you look compare that to the Cardinals, who are, I think they're over a hundred, now one hundred twenty. There's a mm-hmm. massive difference in uh,
1: yeah. their
0: their offensive firepower, and in the 100 and, 120 odd games that we've played this season, we've hit five hundred thirty nine runs, giving us what, an average of four and a half runs per game. Doesn't feel great, does it? Um, does I think. It's yeah, I think right. I think that's what we've what we've been seeing. We can lament all day long about risk and all the other stuff that we've uh, that we've lamented about all year, to be honest. <laughs> four and a half uh, runs per game. <sighs> Uh, how often does four? I mean, you can't have four and a half runs in a game, can you? Let, let's call it five. How often does five runs win you a game? Be an interesting
1: well, stat to find out. the, the it? problem is, is, is we keep hearing um, in the uh, the commentary that that on average, when when the Brewers score four or more runs, they generally tend to win games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. <laughs> The fact that we've won 64 games, does that mean we've we've scored four runs or more in 64 games and then been shut out the other 56? <laughs> That's pretty much. Because yeah. yeah, it almost <laughs> I mean, does feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I think I think certainly, you know, the season's gone by. Four, four runs felt like enough to win because our rotation was giving up nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's given up a little more this year. Woody's been found out a little bit. His numbers aren't super bad, but he's 3.5 ERA, 3.53 ERA. Corbyn's at two and a half, Eric Lauer's at three and a half as well. So, I mean, when you're looking at those numbers from our rotation, and then you add adding the, um, the bullpen as well, who can give the odd runaway or two, so four to five runs suddenly feels very feels very close, doesn't it? And it that's, that's, that's not
1: enough, to, does it? That's the problem. Doesn't enough, yeah, and I think yeah. that's been the biggest problem is that I, there haven't been many games this year where we've been comfortably in front and we've been able to sit yes. there and say, we've got this game under control. Absolutely, um, yeah, and, yeah. And this week, or this series against the Cubs has shown that completely, hasn't it? We've won run games and we're just about getting the lead and then we have the lead taken back off us again. You know, we're losing 11 innings and, yeah, it's just, yeah, we, we don't really seem to take control of games, really. Um, and, and that's been maybe, the difference this year, I mean, yeah. look,
0: I know he's been—he's really struggled with injury this year. Freddie Peralta, so you know, really hasn't had a fair crack of the whip. I mean, he's ERA, ERA's he's ERA's over four at the moment. But as I say, you know, he's had some injury issues. But when you look at those numbers, they're higher than we'd normally expect from from our rotation, and we've been spoiled over the last few years. Let's yeah, yeah. make no 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 mistake about that. But we, as you say, we haven't—we don't feel like we're taking command of the games early doors. In four games out of every five. Uh, which is how it's always felt with our rotation, yeah. um, and then that's when you need those extra one, two, three runs from the offense that just really haven't been there. And I think, yeah, that, that seems to have been the difference this year. But you know what? We've still won more games than we've lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you, know? you know, no matter what, we're sitting part, here but... talking.
0: We're one and a half games off a wild card spot. Okay, exactly. We don't want we don't want to go into the wild card but we want to win the league. And I, you know what? I still, I'm very. The, the problem is, I, really, I think.
1: I think with our division, though, even if we win the league, we still end up in the wild cards games. So, I, because if you look at the East with the Mets and the West with the Dodgers, their records are that much better that they'll get the automatic buy and the home tie in the um, divisional series. So we'd end up being a home tie in the wild card. So we'll still have the wild card to contend with. Mm. We just unfortunately. Um, you know if we're we're currently looking at a possible away trip to somewhere which uh, wouldn't necessarily be ideal was it the Nationals and the Astros the other year traded seven-game World Series and all of the games were won in the away sta- in the away stadium. So yeah, does it does it make it, yeah, it does not make any difference? But I I guess I guess the thing is is when you've got a home partisan crowd as it would be in a wild card game, yeah. particularly if you've got forty thousand Brewers fans getting behind you, does it give you a lift possibly?
0: Yeah, I so no i know. think i think
1: it does yeah, yeah but you know for us it would feel better i would much rather be at um the am fam clam than anywhere else so um yeah i don't know i mean at the end of the day if we don't make postseason then then this season is pretty much a failure isn't it i think it is it? when
0: yeah it is because the
1: reason i'm still
0: optimistic um and i, I do tend to wear my brewers shaded spectacles a lot but is that when you look at that off, the frustration is, we know our offence is better than it's performing. We, we just know that. I mean, there's some... Keston hasn't really been given a good, crack, a fair crack of the whip this year. Hopefully now, with what happened at, at Wrigley yesterday, CC might give him, uh, you know, more of a crack of the whip. Like Hunter Renfro, Rowdy Tellers. I mean, Mike Brosso has batted well when he's, been, when, he's, when he's been needed to. Jace Peterson's been injured. He's coming back now, though. So, you know, Willie Adamis. Yeah, Christian Yelich again. He struggled this year. McCutcheon, Wong, Toronto Taylor Tyler when he's on the song. Omar Navoy is coming back from injury now. You know these are big, big offensive players. We know that we're better than the numbers would suggest. Yeah. Um, and I'm not defending that they, they they haven't stepped up to the plate. If you if you'll pardon the pun, they haven't really stepped up to the plate in the way that they should have. But I'm still optimistic that they still can and will to get us over the line into postseason. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of Brewers fans get quite annoyed about this concept of make postseason and then forget it because we've got our season in there. And I don't—that's not what I'm saying at all. I think we can make postseason, and I think I think we can go through. If you look at the, the teams that have won the World Series in the last few years, it's quite a few. There's a couple of wildcard teams that have gone on to well, win it. You know?
1: Exactly, and the, the frustration is is we faced. Both of them exactly. <laughs> <laughs> coming as the wild card team, when we've lost to both of them, they've got on to win the World Series. So, yeah, I it's was, you know yeah. I,
0: I'm still optimistic that we can do something. We can at least at least grab a wild card berth. I'm sure of
1: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic that we can. Um, Like I say, I think the Phillies are um, a bit hit and miss. They yeah. can they can go on a good run, then they can go on a bad run, and they're in a tough division. That NL East is a, is a pretty tough division. Um and uh yeah and they they have every chance of slipping up and us capitalizing on it but you know i mean we still got haven't we still got faced the cards a couple of times yet haven't we so, yes we have yeah mm-hmm. um so we could get some of those five games back um the cards could go on a bad run we could go on a good run you know it's there's still lots to play for with 42 games of the season to go um five games does seem like a bit of a an uphill task but We've only got to back to uh, the 2018 season, haven't we, with the, the Cubs, and uh, you know, we uh, how many games were we behind them at the beginning of of August, and we ended up catching them, overtaking yeah. them, taking. Yeah, well, we first had that mad finish, in didn't we? Now, didn't you know? Know? that
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was
1: crazy. Sadly, we're not going to. Yeah, sadly, we're not going to get the game one six three anymore. But yeah, what well, I mean it can happen it just goes yeah. to show. and and the one thing that nobody said anything about actually at the moment is we're nine days away from craig timber now as well so you know yeah, exactly. anything <laughs> so, um, can happen. yeah so yeah we just don't the, the the problem is is that we we've now gone to la and we've got to try and compete against la and not come back any further behind um so gonna be a tough tough call but as the brewers show when we play good teams we're pretty good when we play the, when we play the trash it's usually when we throw it away so um yeah, yeah who knows you know we, we could end up beating the, the dodgers 3-1 in the series and coming back and, and being two games behind St. louis you don't know do you it's just it's it's impossible to read and that's that's one of the the good things about 162 game season Um, it's just uh yeah it one of the things we love about sport you can't predict it yeah
0: Absolutely, and baseball's very much like that. It, sometimes it doesn't make sense, you know. It, it, it just doesn't make sense sometimes. Some of the yeah. uh, some of the results and the, the things that you see happening, you think it shouldn't be happening with those players. But I mean, yeah. ultimately the cream will rise to the top. And you know what? The, the Dodgers are on a phenomenal run, and we start. Um, is it a three or a four game run against them? tonight I
1: think it's four isn't it four
0: yeah yeah I'm pretty sure um, it's four. actually no I think it's three because we're against oh yeah we, we, got... we have Urias we have Gonsaline and we have uh, Eni. those yeah. are the three we're up against yeah so no, it's it's only three. Three. yeah, yeah. They're all with, with with the money that they've spent and the quality they've got. I mean, they are an all star team, right? Yeah. Um, they're always going to be uh going to rise to the top, and, and they've done that. And you know, I've, we've always said haven't we, that with the season, you know, the, the league table doesn't lie after a full season. It's a fair reflection on on on, on the team's uh, ability. The I mean, you look at what's happened in New York. I mean, again, big club, big players, and they've they were absolute. I think they were over seven hundred at one point, and um, uh, the Yankees they've just gone.
1: Phew, Sorry,
0: yeah, 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 Yankees. Yeah, was it? Did
1: yeah, Yankees? No, no, you didn't. You didn't say a team. you just, you just said you only got looking at uh, New York, and Sorry, obviously the there are two teams. Yeah. There, are, there are two teams in New York, but
0: there are, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> well, they are because the Mets have got a better record than the Yankees now, haven't they? So, uh, but but
0: the Yankees um, are absolutely flying, and now I think yeah. that they're the last twenty or thirty odd games are batting, playing at five hundred, so they've really been pulled back. So it doesn't, it doesn't always make sense, but um. Yeah. You know, I'll always be optimistic that that the Brewers can uh, prove and can do something. I I really will. What do you think about Christian Jelic this season? The one thing I would say, he's played in that leadoff role quite a bit. And what I would say is that Craig Council has given him massive opportunity this year. If you Mm. you look at his numbers, I mean, he's had more more than 50 plate appearances more than the next, who's uh, Andrew McCutcheon. He's had over 500 plate appearances. Uh, this year, yes, he's leading the runs scored and the hits, but he would do because he's had more plate appearances and at bats than um, than anybody anybody else by considerably. So, you know, he's played in 114 games. He's been given a chance, but just hasn't been able to find that vine of uh, that vine. Yeah, of
1: and I I think switching him to the leadoff man has helped him because we were expecting him to hit home runs, we were expecting him to get bat on ball. Mm-hmm. What he's been very good at this year is actually being patient at the plate and getting walked. So, whilst he's not been hitting in runs, he's been getting on base. So, some of the other players who have have been hitting the bombs, you know, like Rowdy Telez, two or three batsmen after him, have been able to bring him home. So, Mm -hmm. whilst he's not been doing it with the bat, um, you know, he's he's been sensible and patient at the plate sometimes and actually well, most of the time have been able to go on base. But, um, yeah, again, you know, I, we're unfortunate, aren't we? Because we had the 2018-2019 Yelich, and we've all been waiting for that to come back and it just isn't materialising, is it? And, uh, you know, we're the third season in now from that and, um, yeah, it's not come back. And I, I don't know what you do about it. I mean, we we've tied him up to a big contract, so he's with us.
0: Oh yeah work with him. Absolutely. so so
1: we've got to do something about it and you' just got to hope that that you know he, he comes through it Um the, the problem with baseball is and, and this is the biggest problem that I see with baseball is that players get paid for what they did not what they're gonna do um, yeah, you know and get tied up to these big contracts. Because of what happened in their first two three years, and then all of a sudden they drop off. Um, you know, and, and this could be a case with Yelich, but uh-huh. you know, I'll always love the guy. Um, he's he's a man um, as much as he uh, as he had that that slip up at, <laughs> at Wrigley the other night <laughs> to give away the game. You know, it, it happens, doesn't it? And and I think I tweeted, didn't I, after that? You know, he had one one mistake that cost us that result but actually it was the entire team's re- reason why we lost that game because it didn't back up and and it came down to one error that cost us the game so yeah i you know Yelich is going to be Yelich. The, the problem was it was
0: it was just very it was very his mistake was very obvious that was the problem yeah, no he, yeah, yeah. You know, the ball slips out of his glove he, he gets he gets awarded the catch luckily uh, yeah. but then he was he was it was deemed to been an on the transfer wasn't it so yeah. um yeah, I think that was the problem. It was late in the game and it was just very, very sloppy to see. But mm-hmm. you're right. He, you know, we shouldn't have put ourselves in that position. Um, yeah, uh, you are right. The, the one positive with him is his ability to, to draw walks is still there. Uh, mm-hmm. His on-base percentage this year is 355. Um, and that, that that puts his OPS at 731, 170 is OPS plus. It puts him above the league average still. Um but I suppose we want him to be very, very much above the league average, don't we? Just yeah. not, not a little bit above the league average, which yeah, is where
1: he exactly. sits at the moment. Exactly. That's so, good. but yeah, but I mean, we, we've had a few players drop off as well. I mean, like Wong suffered as well this year, hasn't he? He doesn't seem to be the electric uh, bat that he was a few years ago, and uh, yeah. So. It's an interesting thing. It's, it's, you know, everybody a couple of years ago, the fire Andy Haynes crew, and uh, here we are, new batting coaches, oh. same players, same problem. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> I, I hate mean? to say I
0: told you so, but we, we yeah. say, didn't we? Exactly, like, yeah. I, I never yeah. agreed with that firing. You know, no. we, we agreed it had to happen because, unfortunately, in any kind of business, people get sacked and they try and force a change, but it hasn't changed anything. And we've actually bolstered, awesome, bolstered. I know we lost a few players, but, I mean... Bring him in the likes of Hunter Renfro. You're right about Colton Wong. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's actually bang average for the league. He's 102 OPS plus. He's, he's been pretty bang average. He's, he's second, uh, his defence of second base has still
1: been pretty exceptional.
0: But you, you're right, he hasn't been the player. Hunter Renfro, been an absolute pleasure to watch oh, this season. How,
1: how on earth did the Boston Red Sox let us train, trade Jackie Bradley Jr. for Hunter Renfro? I don't. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I really don't know. I cannot fathom that. Because because the Red Sox have released Brad, uh, Bradley Junior, haven't they? Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and yeah, I just <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really get it.
0: He's um his OPS is is eight zero nine. He's just been phenomenal, and I don't think I mean is over five hundred. And <laughs> let's face it, it would be because when he hits it, it only goes through <laughs> the scoreboard. Stopped. Yeah. Um. You know, he's he's on base over you know three three oh six. So you know, well, the third of the time he gets on base, he's just been a class act this year. He's he's up there. Uh, he's the joint leader with OPS plus for and, us. And we can believe can't. it or not, yeah. Rowdy
1: you can't forget as well his arm from right field I mean he's he's thrown players out at home plate hasn't he from right field and
0: Absolutely yeah he's and done phenomenal
1: yeah he's done a phenomenal job mm. so yeah yeah no he's he's been a, an excellent acquisition you know and um, we're sorry to see Kane go um but you know sadly it had got to time hadn't it yes
0: it had yeah
1: another <laughs> thing that had that was not unexpected um you know his numbers have been on a decline recently he was he was always going to be uh, a, a case that he was going to go at some point but yeah to to have hunter renfro come in whilst we lose kane it's almost felt like you know we've almost forgotten who kane isn't we so um
0: yeah hunter's been a pleasure to watch he, he, he really has I, I say i mean him and him and uh, rowdy are both leading us in terms of ops uh this yeah. year they're almost identical there their numbers Keston is slightly higher, but he's played a lot less, so it's not quite—it's yeah. not really so, so comparative. And I, really. and I but, guess um,
1: we, I guess we have to ask the question: How do you, how do you solve a problem like Keston? Because he's yeah. obviously a phenomenal bat mm. on his day, but he also has this frustration of striking out. And and I, mm. the problem is, is that all I ever see with Keston here or on Twitter is. You're playing him against right-handed pitches and he hits again no you play him against left-handed pitches and he's he's a yeah, right-handed pitcher. Right, he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah at the end of the day he's a major league baseball player <laughs> yeah surely yeah, he, he has he, to be able to do something to to work that out and you know i i'm no expert but um have have the brewers invested too much time and money in keston to actually want to get rid of him is is the first question possibly,
0: possibly. yeah maybe I, I, I certainly wouldn't want him to, to leave. I mean, he feels too good to be playing in AAA to me. You're right. When you look at his splits between left and right, it's, like, ridiculous. The you know, the difference is absolutely massive. And you're right. It, it shouldn't be. It's OK having a preference, but it shouldn't be that. It's almost like it's a different player against left and yeah. right. And, the and It shouldn't be that big. Uh, that says to me there is some technical thing going on there. But... Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because we're on the back of just two nice big home runs that, 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 that won us the game at Wrigley. And maybe we're just, um, you know, you're only as good as your last game kind of thing, I suppose. Yeah, that's
1: true. Um, yeah, uh,
0: yeah I, I don't know. We have certainly invested a lot of time and effort. The, the problem with him, is still, he doesn't give us much defensively, does he? And that's the no. problem. You can compare him at second to Colton Wong and just forget it. Conversation over, isn't it? So if he's going to play, he's going to play in the DH role. But the way that Yelly is as well at the moment, people are talking about Yelly in the DH role, and you're right. And then we got we got the cut. We got Kutcher now playing in left field. Mm-hmm. He, he joined us as a de, as, as a as a designated hitter. He's yep. now playing in left field. <laughs> so we're certainly mixing it around a bit. Um, but I, you know what? How do you solve a uh, problem like this? I don't know. I don't know. No. But
1: I don't know. know. I do, I just think it, uh, the more I look at it, the more I just think they've invested so much in him mm. that they don't want to get rid of him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if the DH hadn't come into the NL this uh, yeah into the NL this year, possibly could have been traded this year to yeah. an AL side. But now it's universal DH. You know, obviously we have that slot for him.
0: Yeah, it gives but, the option. But he it?
1: hasn't been utilised at it. So you know, we're um, we've got a good backup at AAA level. <laughs> Um, and yeah, yeah. That that we can call up upon, but there's only so many times we can do that as well, isn't there? There's there's some rules about. Yeah, rules on that there. Yeah. Yeah. I the exact so rule the now,
0: but yeah. there is at a
1: some point we have to make that either full commitment to him, mm. or we have to let him go, don't we? And yes. The problem is, is do we have anybody to replace him if we let him go? Because you know we, we we're already saying about being weak with the bat. Mm if we let one of our home run hitters go, um, you know, then who do we get in to replace him? Are we bringing up, are we bringing up a youngster or, um, you know, I, I just don't know. It's just,
0: and certainly when you look At some of the prospects Some of the guys We've got a triple A they're, they're knocking on the door
1: Sal Frelick, isn't it, Is a big oh, name yeah, yeah Yeah absolutely
0: Joey Weimer Or Weimer Have yeah. you pronounced that You've got Frelec You've got Bryce Tarang, You've got a lot of players Here who are knocking on the door Of, of playing in the majors soon.
1: Yeah and, and, Um and Garrett Mitchell's also Garrett a Mitchell, there, isn't isn't Mitchell? So, yeah. yeah So I mean that, <laughs> Must is be he that great Is like Garrett Mitchell Yeah yeah I think he's a triple yeah. A I think I think, yeah. um, think Joey Weimer Sal Frelick And Garrett Mitchell Played in a game for Nashville Sounds not so long ago. Um, They might be playing regularly now. I I haven't really looked at them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, (laughs) if you were just a Nashville Sounds fan at the moment, then you must be loving life because you've got some quality players there. Some
0: good players there, yeah. And so that's going to compound the problem. It's a nice problem to have but there's yeah. at some point some decisions have got to be made and those guys come through and so you know on about unsung heroes i mean we, we talk a lot you know the hop the brewers fan love rowdy tellers you know let's go rowdy we love all that but you know what not only is he hitting over 800 ops this year he's been really good at first base don't yeah you think?
1: I, I think so i think he's said um, i actually um a couple of months back, just after we played the Blue Jays, I went on the Blue Jays podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and we were talking about Rowdy Teles, um, and he obviously wasn't going to get in uh, regularly at first base. Um, but obviously, last year we were looking at Teles and Vogelbach, yeah. and who do you have? Who do you choose between those two? Because statistically, they were pretty much exactly the same player, but we stuck with Teles and got rid of Vogelback. And just look at the player that Teles has gone, has become. Yeah. He's just, you know, one of the things that I said on the um, MLB UK Community Pods, um, you know, podcast to be named later. Our weakness was the corners, but actually, our weakness hasn't been the corners at all. Our weakness has been the bats. But um, yeah, you know, Rowdy Teles is is phenomenal. Um, he's, he's had a fantastic season. Is it a career season for him? Or is it? Um, well, I'm
0: not sure because he can't be
1: far off, can it?
0: Because
1: be, he's can't be far off, yeah. Because yeah. he's because he's a highest RBI scorer, isn't he? Um, he's one of the top home run hitters. Yeah, yeah his, stats, his
0: stats are really, really good. Um, maybe it is a career season. From I don't know, I don't know what his DRS is. I haven't looked at his at his um defensive stats, but just watching him. It's, you know, he just he's just he can stretch for miles. I know he's a tall guy anyway. I mean, you're, you're right. He's at 73 RBIs this season. And he stole a base, of course. Let's not forget yeah, that.
1: Yeah, exactly. 20, yeah.
0: 25 home runs, 47 runs, 92 hits. Um, so, you know, he's um, he's been he's been getting rowdy, hasn't he? But yeah. just watching him, he for a big guy, he can stretch into all kinds of positions you know, against yeah, exactly, that ball yeah. keeping his foot on the base. And I, I just think he's been really really good to watch at first. I mean, when he joined, and there was him and Vogie. You know it was a little bit i say a bit of a joke this whole kind of you know he's got the yeah, he's got the right body to be uh, you know yeah, exactly. to, he's got the right it, beer drinker's body yeah yeah but i think he's a lot fitter than we give him credit for
1: yeah yeah I, i'm yeah. pretty sure he could beat me in a hundred meter race but then <laughs> he's <laughs> a professional sportsman and i'm an accountant and i sit on my ass all day so you know <laughs>
0: well but do you know he's also drawn the second most uh the second highest amount of walks as well he got yelling at 66 and he got rowdy at 46. So oh, I mean you know oh, I mean, he's yeah. drawing he's drawing walks as well. So now yeah. he's he's been he's, he's been fantastic. I suppose this is the reason why we're so frustrated with the offense, because we can have these real lively conversations about we just mentioned a few good players there. There's the, Adame, as we haven't mentioned, Rowdy, Hunter Renfro, you know. There's quality there. We just I want to see that game where we all put it together and we have another one like against Pittsburgh yeah. and a bit 19 nineteen two or whatever it was the other yeah, week. Exactly. I want to yeah. see another one of those. It's good for the soul. You know, yeah, so we, we can yeah, we do these kind of. Thing. We need
1: you a know? good series where we score lots of runs, don't we, and get that feel good factor back again, um, and get over and get over the, the whole hater trade. And uh, you know, just at the moment, it's a successful season. Yeah. If we don't make postseason, then you would argue that it it wouldn't be. Um, but we're above three other clubs in our division mm-hmm. by a, a long way. <laughs> Um, and Although they, own... they
0: are the Pirates Reds and the Cubs and the Cubs, though <laughs> yeah. yeah but
1: you know <laughs> the oh, no, Cubs, we're the last team in our division to win the World Series, so you know and that wasn't that long ago. so um, you know so the fact that we're we're quite away in front of them, I mean other than the fact that whenever we play them because obviously they seem to up their game against us no matter what, they um, do. You, know, you, know what? you know what
0: last night um, Ross isn't it their, their manager? We should send him a thank you note, shouldn't we, for, for pulling Justin Steele after six?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he
0: we, we couldn't hit last night. Those six in to use an English expression, we couldn't hit a care's ass with a banjo, could we? <laughs> we we couldn't hit anything that he was throwing at us, and he was quite erratic at times. I mean, the yeah. capture was taking height, you know, but we just couldn't we couldn't get him away. Why on earth they uh, uh, Ross took him off? Uh, I think he'd only pitched about eighty nine or ninety pitches. He yeah, yeah. He was... hadn't done one hundred and ten pitches. Why he pulled him when he did? Because that opened the door, and then we we we've sort of, we you know laid into their uh, their ball pen, didn't we? Yeah,
1: exactly. But so, Pumpkins, you know, yeah. Another,
0: another innings from him, mate. It could have been again a very different story. So it really was. It was a knife edge series, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, and for me the frustration was that our friends the uh, Chicago Cubs UK were over in Chicago for the series as well weren't they so the one thing we didn't the one thing we did not want was a Cubs sweep this weekend. <laughs> so uh, th- thankfully we we kind of just about held on. Um but yeah, it's um, didn't look pretty at times did it? Um yeah, it was just just a really weird series, you know. I mean, we we Devin Williams blows his first save of the season to lose the first game by a run. Yelich has that <laughs> mishap to lose it in the eleventh inning with a walk off, you know. Yeah. And then, After and then, Williams
0: scored us ahead, and we thought when Williams yeah. hit that homer, I thought we got this now. Yeah. Was, yeah. Exactly.
1: Done. And they, then they just uh, kept
0: pulling us back in, didn't
1: they? Yeah. Exactly. And, and yeah, just couldn't get over the line, and then. Like you say, we're we're getting obliterated in in six innings, and they pull off their pitcher, and somehow we end up winning five two, the most the most comfortable game of the three. So yeah, it's bizarre, bizarre series, but yeah, a typical Cubs series. So I, I find the the Cubs are the only team that I really really struggle to watch, and particularly if I come into it late, which um, I did a couple of times then um, obviously if you look at the score when you're just coming down the stairs to find that we're we're struggling to a cubs team it's very difficult to turn that game on mm. so yeah it's it's all or nothing with the cubs games for me uh, most other teams i can yeah, you know, i can turn it on in the middle and catch up yeah just uh, the nerves or, or whatever it is just the rivalry and um, because they have been the rival since Yes, yeah, it's we've been doing this. Um, nice. the closest team. I, I know everybody hates the Cardinals, and uh, you know it's and rightly so because they're just frustrating and annoying. But the rivalry really is at the moment with the Cubs isn't it?
0: Yeah, very much so. Yeah, and so tonight we we start um, as we said a three match uh, series against the Dodgers in LA. So. Now, these guys, they're 10 past 9 p.m. for the guys in Wisconsin. They're 10 past 3 in the morning for us. So, we won't be seeing the first pitch. However... <laughs> there's a chance. There's a chance there for getting up for, for to see the the last couple of innings. Yeah. So one good thing about the West Coast games. Exactly. Is yeah. You know, could uh, be
1: getting breakfast baseball if we're lucky. Bit, so. A bit of
0: breakfast baseball. Uh, yeah. But, well, let's if
1: we're lucky. I, I'd rather we won in nine innings rather than in going to extras. And, but you yeah. know, yeah, there is a chance. Then, um, yeah, if it starts at ten past three in the morning, there is a chance it could be going on at seven o'clock in the morning still. So, um, yeah, breakfast and baseball. you
0: know what? As, as tough as it's going to be. We've really got to hit them now. So, we've got Larry on the mound tonight, um, and he's done okay on the west coast. So, let's hope he can continue that form. But it's going to be really tough. But we've really got to, I mean, we we drew two 2 in, in, in at home to these guys recently, mm-hmm. which was a real good effort. Uh, let's let's take that positivity into this, um, because we are running out of games. Um, you know, we keep saying it feels like we've, we've said forever, oh, there's loads of games left, and there's still a few, but yeah. we are. You know, we are starting to run out a little bit yeah. now. So we've really got to start that um, that charge and get that momentum going ahead of Craig Tembers. I mean, I percent.
1: mean, the, the plus side to this is that this is the last really, really difficult series for a while. Um, uh, you know, we, we have three games against the, uh, the Dodgers. Then we have a game a uh, day off and then we have a homestand against the Cubs and the Pirates. So uh, we've got six games there where, you know, we should be looking at getting four out of those six, really. Um, and then we're uh, we're on the road again to the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. So another two series where you know if if you look at positionings of tables, we should be looking at getting four out of two of those uh, four out of six of those games as well. So there is a chance that you know, providing we don't get swept by the Dodgers, you know, if we if we only come away with a two one series loss, then we can make that up in the next. Four series, but um, yeah, it's like you say, forty-two games left. It's starting to, they are starting to run out. So there's only so many more that we can give away. Um, We probably do need to start looking at going two and one in most series. I think between now and the end of the season
0: okay so we're gonna sign off then uh in a minute mark it's been been great to talk to you again but before we go i believe you've got a bit of a clothing empire on the go you? Is that correct
1: <laughs> yeah massive empire massive empire i'm raking here <laughs> that's why we've not been doing the pods or anything you know i'm so wealthy now i'm just gallivanting around the world um, <laughs> yeah no, well no, did you no. marry
0: Jlo, is that correct <laughs>
1: well i don't tell my wife you know <laughs> um but yeah it's uh yeah part of the whole reason for um the the rebrand earlier on in the year you know getting the the, the new logo was because uh people have been asking about whether um we were going to do t-shirts or anything like that and uh yeah finally we've, we've got round to doing it so um yeah we've got a um a page on teespring uh where you can get some uh uk brew crew branded stuff um i mean you you've got a, a t-shirt i've got a few of the t-shirts agree, yeah. um yeah and uh, yeah you can you can grab all your merchandise including beach towels and and hats and uh, yeah t- uh, how do you do an advert you know <laughs> so um just like you're doing
0: one now yeah, yeah just like <laughs> i'm doing
1: one now yeah so um yeah so if you uh if you go to teespring you can look me up on, on uh creator uh um and i can retreat that link out um but yeah it's it's, it's been quite good to, to take up there's been quite a few people that have sent me pictures and
0: it's great seeing the guys in the us with the, U- the yeah. uk brew crew stuff as well isn't it you know, yeah i'm uh, waiting uh, for somebody really to send, really yeah, to
1: waiting for somebody to send me a picture of them wearing one of my t-shirts in uh, an mlb stadium so oh, yeah, yeah so that yeah listen mate all all i'm gonna say mate
0: right is just remember us all when you're rich and famous okay yeah well uh, you know know, i'll I'll still be doing these podcasts mate i was gonna
1: say if it ever gets to that stage and i'm I'm that wealthy then we'll be doing regular trips over to milwaukee (laughs) on the profits so you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right now that's that's great i love love seeing photos of uh, people around uh, the us and around the uk wearing the gear so uh, now that's brilliant to see okay we're gonna wrap up there um we need to make sure we don't leave it alone next time, Mark. Um, but it was good to have a catch-up with you, mate. So to you guys out there, thanks for listening. Uh, we we do appreciate the support. And we know that you guys like to listen to uh, our banal English take on baseball. But, yeah, we're we're still loving it from this side of the Atlantic. We're still confident that the crew are going to make postseason. So let's see what happens. So we're going to sign off. I'm Sean. You can find me on Twitter, at Brum Brewer. That is at Brum Brewer, my new handle uh mark as ever you can find at uk brew crew and of course you can find the pod at uk brew crew pod so until next time mark i'm going to wish you adios my friend
1: yeah thank you very much mate for uh for getting this uh going again you know it's uh like i say it's been a long time um been well overdue and uh yeah for some strange reason for the last four months we've had people saying when are you doing another pod <laughs> so we yeah. kind of couldn't just leave it could we so we uh, couldn't, yeah. no. it's been good people are wondering
0: where we've gone yeah so yeah. uh, uh yes yeah, so, and of course anyone out there if you've got any thoughts comments or anything you want to hear you want to have opinions on anything you want to be on the pod anything like that just drop it so, just drop drop a, a, a message at, at uk brew crew Pod. We'll pick it up, and we always uh, love to get feedback from you guys uh, out there as well. Okay, then, until next time, take care of yourselves, guys, and go Brewers.
1: Go Brewers.